When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hey, we'll get to the show in just a second. Before that, I wanted to say thank you to all of our wonderful listeners and invite you to get connected on even a deeper level by joining our email list. You guys know we are always up to something fun and cool. And so if you want to be the first to know, then just get on there. Go to manifestitnowshow.com and join. You'll also get the three keys to manifesting faster. And here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Jenny Gain. I just realized that I always say your name, Cassie Parks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? What? Like Chandler Bing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, Cass, now I'm always going to think that. <laughs> Chandler Bing. Cassie and I are going to talk to you guys today and chat about inspired action. This is just one of those topics that there's, we could go on forever about, and there's so many different aspects and being able to really identify it and make it practical in your life. So we're going to try to help you do that. Yes. And I'm excited about this because the reason that I wanted to do it, it actually wasn't like on our recording schedule, but is because it's like I have this real life example and I'm always looking for you guys to like give the most real life, like the most like right now examples. And yeah. So I always like to do stuff when you, and when it's present. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When it's like, okay, I can go step by step and I can draw all the lines because so often like inspired action is something that you is elusive. (laughs) Right. And there's so many little like, I don't know what to call them blips on the radar Mm -hmm. that it's like, you know, it's like a graph. Like if you just plot all these points, like sometimes you don't know in the moments what's happening. Um, but then you can see like the line, you can connect the dots. Yes. I love that. So, but first, what are you excited about? (laughs) I'm actually excited right now. I've been reconnecting with one of my friends. I mean, we've been friends for a while, But the relationship is coming to a new place and we're acknowledging like the journey that our friendship has had because it hasn't always Mm. been one of the, oh, it hasn't always been like a Cassie Jenny relationship. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not, not everyone can be a Cassie Jenny relationship. (laughs) Right. And I don't think they're all meant to be like, we have learned so much from each other and grown so much together and it is wonderful. I've always, I felt a little bit alone in terms of being able to look at it and say, you know, I can really appreciate this about you, about us, about me, blah, blah, blah. But being able to acknowledge that with the person, there's just something about sharing that part of the journey and acknowledging what you've been through, where you were and where you are now that like makes it so juicy and like good. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. That's the best. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Yay. I love it. And I'm going to ask a question because I think it's going to help our listeners. Mm -hmm. So did you do that on your own before your friend was sort of open and showed up to do that together? What do you mean? Did I acknowledge? Yeah. Were you like, absolutely. I always think about this stuff. 
I would, yeah. and I would always be putting it out there. Like, I mean, vibrationally, there's so much, there was always so much love there, but it wasn't mm-hmm. something we shared or talked about necessarily the whole time. I love it. Yeah. And so, I, yeah, I just wanted you to share that because I think everybody thinks like, oh, I want that. And they go into creating it. But sometimes part of creating it is being the person who does it, even mm-hmm. if you're only doing it with you. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. That's an alarm for lunch I had three days ago. <laughs> I love it. Um, I love that we, like, we don't edit. We just, like, we're, we I love doing the show where it's like live Mm -hmm. in real life. It's so fun. Perfect in the imperfection. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is off topic, but I'm going to share it anyway. I totally like this happened. I was like, what happens on TV? You know, a couple weeks ago I was on TV and I was Mm -hmm. like, you know, I had to get through like what happens if the money gun doesn't do what it's supposed to. In the morning it was like the bills were getting a little bit stuck and, Mm -hmm. and whatever. And I was like, it'll be fine. Like whatever happens, it's perfect. Right. And I got to that point and we get to the studio and we're waiting and the studio, it's awesome. So it's got a news, it's got the news stations and then it's got this whole other set for a whole different show, right? And so the news was still recording and it was the end of the show and <laughs> somebody had to run over because like all the hosts, like, you know, the weather guy and the um, traffic girl and the host, like they all do the end together. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think it was the weather guy. He runs over and literally like biffs it when he gets right behind the rest of them. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that was live. And it was just such like, that's life, right? Like that is what happens. Like even in this very controlled environment where they Mm -hmm. try and make it all live, you know, it happens. And he was fine. Like he got up, he's like, I really hope that was on camera. (laughs) And they're all trying not to bust up laughing. And Mm -hmm. and it was just cool to witness that. And I think that's real life. And so uh, that was a little bit of a tangent, but I love that we give you all I like it too. And to, it just reminds us to not be so serious, like to be able to laugh at yourself, I think is one of those skills that is so powerful because it's not perfect and it's not always pretty. It's messy a lot. And to be able to stand back and be like, that's okay. (laughs) Right. It is messy a lot. Yeah. So beautiful. So Cass, what are you excited about? I I know, right? So many things, but Particularly, I was writing some emails this morning, which has me even more excited. For the first time ever, I'm doing a relationship scripting workshop in February. Awesome. Yeah, it's called Script Your Happy Ever After. And I'm just so excited about it because there's so much that we learn as I'm writing these emails. I just get more excited because Mm -hmm. so often, you know, people think it's like this list of stuff they want in their partner, but like, it's the same as everything else. It's the same as money. You have to become the person who can give and receive in that relationship. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just super excited about it because I've never done it. I will, I don't know if I'll ever do it again, but, uh, because it's not, you know, it's not totally doesn't like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I could do, I can do whatever I want and mm-hmm. I'm doing it because I heard a whisper, mm-hmm. but I don't know where it's going to go. And it might just be a one-time thing. And that's fun. Like yeah. it's fun to not have to have, an agenda and just to be, be like, okay, this is going to be super fun, whether mm-hmm. I do it now or, you know, forever. 
I love that. And I love how you point out um, one of my clients who listens to the podcast, she commented the other day, she's like, I love how you're the example that there's no, there's no rules in business and that you get to just do whatever you want when, when you're building it with this, it, it being a reflection of who you are and it being perfect for you. And so you follow those inspirations. And so that feels like a really good example of that to me. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Plus, I love the idea of scripting about relationships and love. That's always my my favorite part when I'm doing my scripting. It's just flows so easy. I could go and spend all day there. (laughs) I know. It's so fun, right? Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I'm excited. So so, do you want to tell our listeners what you have awesome for them on your website? I do. There's lots of awesome stuff on my website, actually. But the one place you can go to uh, is LOAactionplan.com and you can grab your copy of an action plan. So it's all based in finding your own alignment and staying in that place. So learning how, you know, can we kind of learn these skills or whatever it is for us that is going to keep us in that range of alignment that's best for us. And so I gave, give you four specific things that you can do every day. Still the same things I use every day that do that for me and, um, help my clients, uh, be so successful in maintaining their alignment, therefore attracting everything they're wanting. Um, so yeah, LOAactionplan.com. And what about you, Cass? I have the guide to identify your money story, which will help you tremendously become aware of how your money story is playing out in your life and with money and with other things. And you can get that. Just go to CassieParks.com. It's on the front page. It says get started. You just click that button and you will be able to identify your money story very quickly. And then you'll be able to see it start popping up in your life, which means you all know this. Once you become aware, you can start to change it. Awesome. Uh, All right. So I want you to start us off for our topic today. All right. So this is real life inspired action. Um, so I guess we should define inspired action in case someone hasn't heard our definition anymore. And Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's for me, it's taking action that feels inspired, which is not (laughs) a good definition. So it's, it follow it's action that follows inspiration. And as opposed to action that follows, I should, I need to, I have to, it's action that doesn't come from any place that you feel like you have to. It comes because 100% pure I want to mm-hmm. and I'm being drawn to. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest difference and how I would define it too is it's the action when you're like, I can't wait to do that. Can't, yes. I want to do that. Like when you wake up in the morning and you're like, I can't wait to do this today or I'm excited to do this today, that's action that's inspired. And the action that is like you're doing it because it's out of duty uh, is the, to me, the more the uninspired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it doesn't go as far, right? So, oh my goodness. It doesn't, yeah. I don't want to get off track, but yeah, inspired action is a million times more powerful vibrationally than anything else. That's why we talk about it and why you want to spend more time there. It's so good. Um. So I want to, I think I want to start with the, the wave example that we were talking about before. Okay. So inspired action, if I had to put it sort of in this, um, I don't know, losing the word, but where you can like see it, this metaphor analogy, analogy metaphor is that it's kind of like surfing, you know? So if you've ever been surfing, you get on your, you like paddle out and you get on your board and you wait for the right wave. 
because not all waves break right. Not all waves can you, you know, have the distance you need to paddle to get into the wave. All these things go into surfing, right? You don't just go out there and jump on the first wave. Um, so you go out there and you wait for the wave that is right. And that's a lot what inspired action is, is you have to get to really, and I'm going to share my story of how this all comes, but I want to do this first, is you it's a lot of being patient and it's a lot of being in the moment and it's a lot of not just taking a wave because you're bored or because you think you should or because you don't know when the next one is going to come. It's really about being patient and taking that wave and then standing up and riding the wave. And then what happens is inspired action ebbs and flows, I think, um, you know, when you take inspired action, when I take inspired action, I'm in the flow. And I really do feel like it, it ebbs and flows because it's energetically driven. It's driven by all these things for me. I think it's driven by, you know, future self things coming together. It's driven by how far you've stepped into just, uh, there's a lot of things that go into the mix. So if you've ever been surfing, you know that you ride the wave until it's done and then you get off and you paddle back out or you get out of the water, right? If you're done. Those are the two options. Nobody's ever surfing and just like rides their surfboard into the sand and stands there (laughs) and waits for like the wave to come back and take them again. Right. But I think this is where people get because inspired action is is kind of tricky or a lot tricky. um, The nuances of it. Right. So but I get this vision of people who like they they don't understand the ebb and flow. So they're the they're like just standing there in the sand waiting for the wave to come back, waiting to ride the wave again. And that's just not how it works. You have to paddle back out. You have to create that energy again. You have to be still and let that energy recharge. All those things go into inspired action. This is such a good example. Like I love this analogy for so many reasons. So, and I want to just highlight, I think one of the places that people get stuck and I definitely was in this place when I was starting my business is I felt like I had to be in, in inspired action all the time. Like, Mm. and so, and there was part of me that thought that when I was in alignment, that should mean I was all, I was always inspired. And I have to say that actually doesn't feel like the case. I can be in alignment and not be choosing to ride the wave or not be getting that the, it's such a perfect example of the surfing because, mm-hmm. and so when you paddle out and you're sitting there and you're, you're uh, waiting for the wave, you're not unhappy waiting for the right? wave. You're not beating yourself up. You're not thinking you should be surfing. It is just part of the process. It is, I can't wait to tell you guys this from a, a real life experience since I'm going to be trying su- surfing soon. <laughs> I love it. You're going to love it. And you're going to get that feeling of waiting and it's going to be so Cause it's true, right? Like yeah. you, well, you, you haven't taken the lessons yet, but I've taken surf lessons and like you do, you wait, like you wait and you wait and you're like, Oh, is this set going to be good? And nope. Okay. And there's times where literally because the ocean um, waves come in sets, right? So, and sometimes a set could be three waves or it could be 10 waves or any number. So you don't know, mm-hmm. like you could get a set and it could go by and then it could be like a while where there actually isn't any, any surfable waves, like not just the right one, but there's none. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when you think of yourself sitting there, um, you're enjoying the moment you're, you're being present. You're not missing anything. You're not somewhere you shouldn't be. It's just, that is the experience that is as 
like much a part and as important of the experience of the whole surfing experience as is riding the wave. Yes. And so that, that is super important. And so that kind of brings in, um, inspired action is so like, like I said, it's like the dots. It's so nuanced that even sometimes it's hard to figure out where to start the story, but Mm -hmm. This is where I'm going to start the example. Oh, go ahead. Okay, wait. I want to, yeah, I want to say one more thing. So the other thing that came to me when you were talking, and as I think it's so crazy that we're talking about this, that we're bringing up this analogy because I just have like wave and water mean so much to me. And especially in the past month, I've been writing about it. I've been, I have a wave like representation, like a ring on my finger and it's just like so powerful to me. So I love it. Awesome. Um, so good. So when I think of, so when you pick up that wave and you catch it, like think of all the power and this, like this inner force or strength or something that's going into that creation. And then you just get to like ride it. Like you just like pick it up and it, you're totally in the flow. Yeah. You get to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So good. Yeah. Okay. So let's hear your, your real life example. So, you know, going back to the wave, it's like I was the other day. So last Friday, I finished the big edit on my new novella, Own Me, which will Mm -hmm. come out at the end of the month. And so in February, like I made a, it was an inspired commitment um, to write one novella, like every three months, I'm going to write and then edit and then release, right? Mm -hmm. And so February is time because I wrote in November when we were down in Port Aransas. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so February 1st, I'm like, okay, I start writing again. And I had a little bit of like, <laughs> what am I going to write about? <laughs> right. I was like, what's the story? I don't know what the story is. Right. And I didn't, I didn't know anything. So, and to just like give a little bit of background, when I wrote choose me that came to me in Tuscany, like no surprise. Cause I was in total like inspiration place. Like, but the whole story came like mostly the whole story. I knew all of it. I knew the plot, I knew everything that was going to happen. I knew all of it. By the time I sat down to write it four months later, maybe. Mm-hmm. So it had been in my head for a while. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I can do this. And then I decided in November, I'm writing another story. And I'm like, well, what story is it? Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, okay. And I'm like, well, I knew the lesson. And so then the story evolved from that. And the other day I was like, okay, you guys start writing. Like, what are you going to write? I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> Did you actually say that to yourself in your head? Okay, I have no idea. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Because I was like, well, I could write, um, you know, the next two book, I could write the next book in Melanie series, and that didn't feel right. And so one of the keys to inspired action is like just owning right when it doesn't feel right, right? Mm -hmm. I don't have to justify, I don't have to figure out why writing that book next doesn't feel good. They can just be like, okay, that's not the next one and move on trust to trust that, um, emotional guidance right in that moment. Yes. Yes. Because that's, you know, going back to the surfing analogy, if you, if you don't wait for the best wave, you're not going to have the best experience. And then the best wave is probably going to come while you're on the shore. Mm -hmm. Mm So, um, you know, just like let it go. And I was like, okay, well, Ellie was in own me. I can write her next story. Cause I know, I know where these characters are going and I know what's going to happen. I know Mm -hmm. what books are coming. Um, I'm like, mm, I don't know. That doesn't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. It'll, and I'm just remind myself it'll come, it'll trust, it'll happen. And then there's a whole bunch of things to go into how it happened. Like I did my workshop last weekend. So I, 
a lot of you know that I do my own scripting workshop about every three months, three to six months, um, to step to see the next version of my future self and to see where else and how else I can step into her. And so I did that. And so I know that brought in some energy um, that I needed, right? That I, the reason I didn't know what to write is because there was some information in that process, right? That wasn't like, oh, this is the title of the book and this is what you're going to write about. Just information that builds in the wave. Mm -hmm. Um, and then what else happened? So I know that was happening. Um, couple ahas, even like, I know part of it was like sharing some stuff with you and, and I know like a big part of it honestly was saying, you know, we were talking about business on Monday and you sent a message and you're like, Hey, I know today's your busy day, but can we talk about this tomorrow? And I was like, Nope, taking the whole day off. (laughs) I do remember that. (laughs) And so, because I know I have to honor that. Like, it doesn't mean I don't like, I would talk to you about life on a Tuesday when I'm off. Yeah. But not work. Yeah. But not work because that puts my brain in a different space. It doesn't leave the opening. Like it's not allowing me to just sit and wait for the wave. Right. And so I know like owning that for me, that boundary and like remembering that was important. And then the next morning I woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, this is the book. And I saw the characters and I saw what happened and Mm. I know what's happening. Like the whole thing came into place. Yeah. yeah, Came into place. And then I outlined it in like 30 minutes, all the chapters. And then I, I started writing it yesterday, I think. And it was like, probably the fastest I've ever written anything. I wrote 560 words in 12 minutes. Yeah. That's amazing. And that's a really good sign and evidence that, Hey, I'm inspired. I'm in that place Mm -hmm. when you're seeing all these things fall into place and it's feeling exciting and things happen quickly and effortlessly and easy. You're like, I'm there. I'm in that inspired part. Yeah. I'm riding the wave. I'm riding the wave, right? You get on and then you just like, when it's, when the inspiration or when it was time to move on to something else, I just like, okay, cool. Like it's just time to get off the wave now and then I'll go back out later. Mm-hmm. And yeah. trust that there's going to be more and more waves that come and you can never miss it. They will always be more waves. They're right. always coming. There is. You I think, yes, I think one of the important parts too, I just want to highlight about that experience for Cassie is, um, you have learned, I think through experience, what you need to create that space for yourself. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, by, it takes practice to, to be able to say, Hey, no, I'm, I'm taking Tuesday all, all of Tuesday off. Cause I'm creating that space. And that's mm-hmm. like choosing to sit and wait for the wave, I guess is a, is the part of that. Um, and, but it's okay if you don't know what that is right now, but eventually you'll learn you know, when you start to notice, Hey, I got this idea when this happened, you'll start to see these patterns and yeah, I always get good ideas in the shower. Or <laughs> yeah. <it> is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And I have learned and I've, um, and the reason I think that the example like about you is powerful is because like, I love talking to you. I love talking about our business, but I have learned if I don't fully shut off that part of my brain, like this can't happen. And so, mm-hmm. you know, part of, allowing inspired action to come up is like, is doing the things that, um, you know, allow it. And some, and it's tricky because like, it's awesome to talk to you because I do love that because it wouldn't feel like work in the moment. Like it wouldn't feel hard mm-hmm. if I had said, Oh yeah, totally. No problem. Right. I'll just break my no work today rule. Right. Um, 
it wouldn't have felt hard in the moment, but it would have taken me out of that space. Yeah. It would have like distracted you from catching the wave. <laughs> yes. Eight. Mm-hmm. That's a good, of how you brought that back to the analogy. Yeah. And so, and that's another, I just think that's a little bit thing that's like tricky too, is like how we honor those, that quiet space where, where we get the wave to come mm-hmm. up. And let's talk maybe too, a little bit about how you can't, force this space you can't say I'm going to take Tuesday off and then I'm going to get inspired somehow like because he's learned to create that space and it's been really allowing and you can see and you can feel the ease around it but if it was like if you're you're saying I'm going to do this with this intention because I'm going to like make this happen like it's time for me to be inspired again you know that that you can just feel that energy is like forcing, right? And pushing. Yeah. And that's not when it comes in. No. Mm-hmm. Cause I think forcing like kind of keeps that door shut. Like, mm-hmm. you know, even though you're forcing against it, like nobody wants to come to somebody's like, you know, like things come when you're still like, when you think of a kid, like if you're like wanting that kid to play with you and hug you and do all this stuff, like they run in the other direction. Mm-hmm. So when you like sit there and pretend like you're good, or you are good, right? Not even pretend, but you're like, you're good with whatever they want to do. Like, then they come like, Oh, do you want to play with me? Like, Oh, I want to hug you. Mm -hmm. You know, it makes me think of like bringing it back to the analogy again is if you're trying to make it happen, it's like you continue to paddle out and you paddle out (laughs) and you're trying to find that wave and you keep paddling out and paddling out. And all of a sudden, if you never turn to go in the direction of that, the wave's going to carry you, you can't catch it. So true. Isn't wave amazing? It's amazing. I love it. Yeah. um, And you're right. Like if you never turn and you have to, no matter what, even if the wave comes like relatively, even if it's the first wave, once you turn around, there's a moment where you have to sit there and wait. Like there's never not a moment in surfing where you're not, you don't have to wait a little bit or a long time, Mm -hmm. you know, because you have to get turned around, situated. And then you're, you know, you're waiting. Mm-hmm. That's the same with inspired action. Like mm-hmm. there's never a time where you don't have to find a little bit of stillness yep. for that to bubble up. And I think one of the keys to all of this and to learning what it is and tuning into it. And Cass and I do this all the time when we're making business decisions about anything. Like I can't even count the amount of times we've asked each other, how does that feel to you? How does that feel to you? <laughs> <laughs> well, how does that feel to you? Yeah. <laughs> and so to be constantly checking in with, does it feel good? And what are the different levels of that? Does it feel exciting? Does it feel like not quite right yet? And the more and more you do that, the more in tune you get with all the, the slightest of different changes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. <clears throat> and you have to be willing to like own, especially when you're in a relation, like in a business relationship with somebody in a relationship as well. You have to be willing to be like, honest about that doesn't feel like I know you're real excited about that idea but there's nothing there for me right right which has totally come up and Mm -hmm. it's like okay and I because we have that because we know that in order to catch the best wave for us we both have to be like as excited about it yes yeah yeah which I love because, and it does, it happens all the time where one of us will be super excited and the other one will be like, not nope. a thing. <laughs> nope. 
That sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're honest because you're right. Like there is a scale, right? And so we've learned like, okay, cool. Like we can, and it comes with like trusting over time too. We can let that go. And mm-hmm. that doesn't mean it's gone forever. Right. Just because something isn't a hundred percent inspired in the moment and isn't calling you forward to take action doesn't mean that that's gone forever. There's tons of things mm-hmm. um, where I've said like, Hey, how do you feel about this? And you're like, Nope. And I, or I've said, you've said, how about this? And I'm like, Nope. And then they've come back around three months, six months later when they're inspired by both of us. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is it's a really cool process. So start to be aware of that as we, as we wrap up here, start to be aware of these, these, I don't know, emotional guidances that are happening in your life and the patterns that are like, when you're being pulled versus when it's out of like, I have to do it. Yeah. Anything else and Cass, you want to leave our listeners with just to like, I think going back to the surfing analogy is good to like, remember it's not just about one moment where you are pushing or feeling pulled. It's about everything that happens before. It's about decisions you make to say no or decisions you make to be okay. That something doesn't feel inspired in the moment. Mm-hmm that lead to inspiration. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. be like the wave guys. <laughs> <laughs> be like the surfer. Be like the surfer, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could be like the wave. You can be like whatever you want. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> all right. Well, that is what we have for you guys today and we'll catch you all next week. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.